All right, I'm going to start the song right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! over here all right this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different artist different bands and we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best and we also give our biggest banger from each of them possibly a stinker i don't know uh, but before we do that we get into our six degrees of tom DeLong. that's where we connect tom DeLong from blink to whatever artist we're doing this week and uh yeah if you didn't already know we're doing the suicide machines uh and also you know to continue with the boring intro my name is tyler way out there hundreds of miles away is jeff uh go to apple podcast while you're listening go to spotify give us five stars because i know you got nothing better to do while you're listening to the podcast uh all the social media is at asinine radio we have a discord server if you want to join that hit us up we'll send you the link and we have a phone number you can uh, call you can leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text that phone number is 503-893-5307 so get into that and uh, with that, uh, let's jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. So, what do you have? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't do one. Did you do one? Uh, I didn't, but I know one off the top of my head. So I'll just go with that. Oh, tough guy over here. Oh, don't go over here. So we'll start with uh, with Derek Derek Grant, the drummer from Suicide Machines. Uh, he what? He's the drummer for Alkaline Trio. He is, the, he is the drummer from Alkaline Trio, but I was going to go a different route, but that's fine, too. Uh, Derek Grant is uh, also... Is it Derek Grant? I can't even yeah. think right now. He's the brother of Michael Grant. Oh, this is already going so well. <clears throat> I mean, yes, suicidal... Derek Grant. Suicidal Machines. He, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Suicidal, go ahead. Yeah, Suicidal Machines. He played on their first two records. He was also the fill-in drummer for the Vandals uh, for for several years. Uh Brooks Wackerman also is a fill-in drummer for the Vandals. Brooks Wackerman played with Tom DeLonge on his solo, yeah, his solo record, and Tom DeLonge, you know, is our is our boy. So that's that's my quick six degrees of Tom DeLonge. I mean, even though I kind of fucked that up. Suicidal Machines and Blinkley Two played Warped Tour together multiple well, years in the nineties. Yeah, there's that too. There's that too. But but that's so, a little too easy. That, that's that's. A, too easy of a of a thing when they play the same shows or tour together. Any any '90s band that played Warped Tour, I just I just don't do the Six Degrees for just because it's I don't know. It's too easy. It's too easy. Way too easy. All right, so then let's just jump right into our uh, our album rankings. Like I said, we're gonna do their seven records. We listen to their seven records and we're gonna rank them from worst to best. Give our biggest banger from each of them if we have them. And then move on. So, what do you got, Jeff, for number seven? Go. Oh. Uh, Suicide Machines. Suicide Machines. Suicide Machines. Their third album, the year two thousand. I actually do. Uh, I had to double check my Spotify to even make sure that it was playing 
suicide machines because what the fuck is this? What 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 is this? The only I did the, only, the same thing. <laughs> the only remnant of the suicide machines in their in their heyday on this album was like the bass playing. The, the majority of this album is, is pop punk straight up, but not even like like great pop punk, just bland shit. <laughs> like this was this was bad. But I will yeah, say yeah. that the band were the band were all fucked up, like like within Dan and and Royce, the guitar and bass player, they were like constantly fighting. I I I read one article that said this, and I couldn't find anything else about it. But I guess I guess Navarro had lost his first son at this time, and so oh, he would, like kind of just like was in a shitty place and completely mentally checked out. But even still, man, this album sucked. Like if this was bad, I did not <laughs> enjoy this. The actual like hardcore punk song here, I think it was called Reasons, was fun, but mm-hmm. it was it was it was uh, it was disingenuous. It was fake. So that yeah, was lame. Yeah. But there was a a song not playlistable, but it was a good song. I liked it. It was called Goodbye for Now. It was kind of like an Irish drinking that. song, and it was uh, it was kind of cool. I liked it. But overall, this this was this was pretty embarrassing. I'm surprised you even had that. You even had those as a as a semi banger. Yeah, it's again not playlistable, but I enjoyed it. All right, all right. Um, let's see here. My my number seven is also Suicide Machine, the Suicide Machine, self titled, third record from the year two thousand, like you said. And uh, yeah, I I agree with you. This is this is <laughs> this is as pretty far. This is pretty far from where they came from. Purely pop rock. I wouldn't even call it pop punk because it's very slowed down. It's much more pop rock maybe even power pop at times it's it was there were some good okay moments but there was some shit there are some shit songs on this record and i just i couldn't believe you go from battle hymns which is arguably one of their heavier records to this i i understand changing your style too but this is just not this is boring it's it's unnecessary it didn't need to happen it's i don't know uh, if I had to pick a banger, it would be the song Green. Uh, it was like the to me, it was like the only somewhat fast song that was similar to some to like the first record. Otherwise, yeah, it was just kind of ballady pop rock songs. Uh, there was also one song which was an absolute stinker, and that is the song I Hate Everything. I don't know if you <laughs> remember this song. I even text you. I, I said that I just said, "Wow, this song I hate everything." Because it's just, uh, it's like more hip hop inspired. It's like, what are you doing, man? What are you fucking doing? This is, it was such a trash song. It was embarrassing. I got secondhand embarrassment from this song. (laughs) It's it's terrible, dude. It is interesting to note that the majority of this was written by Dan and Royce, the guitar and bass player. Yeah. And at this time they had gotten really into the Beatles and they were trying to recreate like a pop thing like the Beatles with a punk edge it didn't work I mean I, I don't even know if I want to give them a, an A for effort on this yeah it just does not flow at all it's bad I yeah. don't care it's bad agreed agreed so let's move on to 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 greener pastures over here so uh, what's your number six uh, battle hymns battle hymns for <laughs> Dude, the battle every hymns. time I did that too <laughs> and I got so mad because I really don't like that song anymore <laughs> uh, Battle Hymns, their second uh, from 98 Coming off their first one This one dove right into the hardcore scene Way more 
DDT was a straight up like hardcore punk song that was pretty damn fun. Uh, But they also like explored way more songs at shorter run times. And I like the idea of this album. They wrote it in two weeks, recorded it in just a couple days. They purposely did this and they purposely wrote short songs because they didn't see any money from the success of Destruction. So they wrote these songs short and aggressive to purposely sabotage any chance of, of releasing a single by the label. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I like that aspect. This spawned, you know, the infamous incident with K-Rock. The band yeah. played a, a parking <laughs> lot show outside Tower Records that was sponsored by K-Rock. Jay told the crowd to go into Tower Records and steal whatever they wanted. The show was wild. It was raucous. And it was essentially career suicide because pissing off K-Rock at this time was just, it was not a good career move. Yeah, late 90s. I mean, K-Rock, if you were on K-Rock, you were set. Absolutely and, and, fucking exa- set. Yeah, and on, on the other side of the coin, if you were banned from K-Rock, you are fucking going to have a very, very hard time at making it. And yeah. that's 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 kind of what happened. And it makes sense because these guys kind of didn't recover for a long time. But fuck that. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. That's that's fantastic. That self-sabotage that purposely like it it perfectly exemplifies what this band was about and it's just raucous punk music that i think they did it because they're pissed off at something i can't remember what it was but um i don't know um while i think this album is solid and and fun it does lack any any sort of like standout wow factor there's definitely no new girl here but there's also not any sort of like real punchy, great hardcore song. There's there's no six pack here. There's no, there's nothing great here. Everything's good, but there's nothing great. Agreed. Agreed. And I did enjoy it. Wouldn't buy it in the vinyls, but I did enjoy it. Okay, I totally understand. Totally get it. All right, so my uh, my number six is Steal This Record, fourth record from two thousand one. This is the follow up to their their pop rock record. It's uh. It it is an extension of that record, but it's definitely more edgy. They it's almost like they they incorporated both styles. Okay, it was it was fine, but nothing really stood out on this on this record except for the song, the 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 title song, the steal the record song, because it is heavier, especially for this record. Um, it has some cool like screams that I've never really, really heard him do. Like he kind of like rings out the screams a little bit more on this song which is pretty cool but yeah it's just it's just kind of a lot of the same i don't really remember any song outside of that that title song the steal this record song so i don't know but honestly the these two these two records i would never go back to and i obviously never get them on vinyl which um oh you can get this one on vinyl there's like three other records you can't were never pressed but um yeah i don't know steal this record is my number six. I really got nothing, nothing more to say because there's nothing really positive about it. Forgettable. All right. Forgettable. Okay. Okay. So, what do you got for five? Uh, steal this record. There's only one right. reason this is above Battle Hymns, and <laughs> come on, like it's the the cover of "It's the End of the World as We Know It" is so good. It is so what? fucking good. I can't believe you like that. It is so goddamn good. It's, it's been on my drum playlist since I, I bought my drum set. It's, it's on my like practice opening <laughs> playlist. I love playing it. This is the only Suicide Machines <laughs> album I ever bought when it came out. Out of all of their albums, this is the only one I ever bought. Cat just went off. I yeah, heard this, that. <laughs> I totally heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that four? So what are we on, five or four? 
I think it's four. But I, we did take I a break and I was gone. I don't know if it, if it me out in the time, but it's at least four. Yeah, like you said, there there are still remnants of their pop punk sound here, but they're still they're trying to like climb back into the punk genre, but taking the ska thing way slow. So we ended up with some like solid pop punk that leaned into the punk side, but then like I don't know, there, there were some songs that were that were just really bad. Like these were bad songs, but honestly, man. I think that is a killer, killer's cover. I love that. I like that REM song in general. I think it's a fantastic song, and I don't really like REM that much anyway. I really give them a fair shake. I shouldn't say that. But I really, really like the REM version, but I absolutely love this version. It does everything you want it to do. It keeps, like I say, it keeps the original tone, puts their own edge on it, and it's fun. I Color me surprised. I would have never, never thought you would have liked that. How would, how would you fucking possibly think I that I would? I'm surprised you don't like this song. What, what, is, what about this cover? Do you not like? I, don't, you, I just think it, it doesn't really do much. It doesn't really do much outside of the original. Let's go! That little chicka, that drum chicka. Like, what do you? Are you? Do you listen to the song? <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> it starts off with just with just Jay and the guitar. That's great. That's start with and then let's go. What, did you listen to the song? <laughs> of course what the I fuck? did. Uh, just uh, you you don't make any sense ever. This ever. no right right now you don't make any sense. This checks all of the the boxes for what I would like in a good cover song. And this is <laughs> the same shit that like me first does all the time. I guess I have to believe you. I have no reason not to believe you. You crazy. Crazy for this one, Rick. I, I I don't know why you don't like this this cover. I don't. I don't. It's fine. It. It's not bad at all. It really is not bad. It's good. It's just it's good I, to great. Okay, it's fine. It, it's fine. It's not a banger on the on. I mean, yes, it's a banger on the album, but it's not the biggest banger. It's the only banger. Hmm. See now, I don't think you listen to the record because I did, did. I stole it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that was your number five, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. So my number five is A Match and Some Gasoline. Fifth record from 03. Uh, this is kind of like the return to form. This is the heaviness. It hits hard in this one. The ska part of it is solid. They they fucking killed it on this record. This is a really, really solid record. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I hear a lot of rancid uh, on the ska stuff, which is, um, I think this is like the first time I heard a, a ton of rancid uh, styling on it. But I really dug this record. I, I think the tone of it is is solid. The production is good. All the instruments kind of stand out, except for the bass playing. It's not as strong as they they're not as strong as they once were, uh, bass wise. But otherwise, yeah, the 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 album is pretty pretty damn good. My biggest banger of this one is a uh, uh, keep it a crime. It reminds me a lot of raised fist. I don't know if you picked up on it. If you remember the song at all, but the verses are just the that that fast drum beat with just the bass playing. And it it sounds so much. I don't know why it just reminds me so much of Ray's Fist, and his vocals are so aggressive in that part, singing over just those two instruments because the guitar is just completely quiet. I fucking love that song. Playlist playlisted that song the second I heard it. Fucking solid song, mm. solid record. Mm. Mm. I would get this on vinyl. Um, and but this is one of the records that they've never pressed. From what it, yeah, I don't think they ever pressed this record. So this is the. That sucks. <laughs> that really sucks because it's a fucking good record. So that's what I got from my number five, a match and some gasoline. Gasolina. 
<laughs> so what do you got for number four? <laughs> what do you got for number four? Number four. I want to sing it so bad. Number four. I is, know. I did too. Is a match and some gasoline. <laughs> also, I. I, I it's funny because I. Um, I love this. I thought this was this was uh, this was like like God damn. This is fucking like their best album. This is great because I not I've never heard. I never heard their self-titled Suicide Machines. I never heard this one, and I never heard War Profiteering. And so I, I, I mm-hmm. thought, like, God damn, this is like, how can it get better than this one? Because this is so fucking good. I love this. It's a perfect blend of punk, pop, punk, and ska. It was just uh, this one had like standout melodic punk tracks, and and like things I was singing along to after the song ended. And like I never even heard this album to this week. There's there was there were points like that, but then there are also points mm-hmm. like also my my favorite track is the same one, the like Keep It a Crime. Oh, it's like a minute long. Yeah, it's and super it's short. exhausting. <laughs> like it's fucking so exhausting. I think it's the shortest track on the album. It's got no. Be I think there are some songs now. that are like fifty eight seconds, fifty four seconds. It's got to. It's either the shortest or like the second shortest. But there's a lot of yeah, like it's, one it's, minute songs here. But yeah, it was it was like exhausting. And yeah, I completely got the raised fist thing. Absolutely. Because these guys, this is this is 2003 already and they're still on side one dummy, but this was kind of like co-produced by Bill Stevenson. So they're 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 they're, they're getting their feelers out there. They they're playing with more people, they're getting bigger kind of in the underground scene, not in like the mainstream mm-hmm. sense, but they're probably opening for a lot of bigger acts. And a lot of a lot of other bands will come into play on their music in the next couple albums, because I heard a lot of other bands in the next couple albums. But yeah, I I I love this album. I would for sure buy this on the vinyls. I thought it was great. I can't believe you like battle him so much. That's it's it's a solid hardcore punk record. There's just nothing good about it. It's it's okay. It's fine. Oh gosh, there's nothing stand out about it. Like there's. Like you can't need one think, part, I, one guitar well, I mean, part, one bass line, one one vocal part, <laughs> nothing. Like because it's it's filler. Well, I mean, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it soon. I'm sure. So that was your so a match a match in some gasolina was your number four, four right? Yeah. Okay, so my number four is Battle Hymns. There we go. Oh, Second record, 1998. <laughs> the, I mean, I, like we were talking about, this, this album is a lot less ska. It's uh, it's a lot more hardcore than the first record, uh, but the ska is still there and it's still super good. I think this is just a a good extension, a good. I don't want to say B side album of Destruction by definition, but you know, fuck it, I'll say it. it it's the B side version of Destruction. Uh, I think it's very aggressive at points. I mean, I think the my favorite my favorite song is uh, Step One. It's just a really good ska song that really kind of starts their whole rancid kind of sound that they i think they did really well um and at the end it just, like the, i think the last 45 seconds of this song just turns up into a, it turns into a straight punk song and i love it i fucking love it it's so good and i, I think that's how a lot of this i mean a lot of this record is just good hardcore music good hardcore punk music and then there's even the one song called punk right in the middle of the record four seconds long and then i think the last song is jaw i think that's five seconds long or something like that there's a lot of tracks but they're short songs so it's fine but it's good i I would get this on vinyl i mean 
it's a fun listen through. It's not bad by any means. I don't know why you think this song, this album is so bad. It's this silly. is this is a because it's not. I didn't say it's bad. I said it's like boring. It's it's run in the mill, which means it's, it's, it's bad basic. for you. I had a good that, time that listening to that it. Quits to bad. This is like a one point five out of three. Like you should listen to this once because it's good, but you'll enjoy it more than just a, a solid one. But I would never go back to this because they did this sound better. Okay, all right. Well, so we we've I don't know if anybody who hasn't listened to the pod before noticed we have mentioned uh, a rating system, and we do have a our world famous three point rating system. Where three is a perfect album. <laughs> Two is a good album. You're going to continue continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So. There you go. There's a breakdown of our rating system. So so let's move on to my number three. Or move on to your number three. I'm sorry. You can need number uh, three what, first. Spice no. it up. Want to spice it no, up? What do you spice got? it up. What do you got for your number three? Church it up. It's church. We'll, uh, we'll church it up later. We'll church it up later. I'm going to hold you to that. Like later tonight? <laughs> yeah, when we do the main pod. You, but you better find some way to church it up then. Oh, I know how right to church now. it up. I, I I've been thinking about how to church it up for weeks now. I know why, why? What? What is this like a, some thing you've been thinking about? <laughs> oh yeah, for a couple of weeks just to see how it go. But we'll get Okay. Uh, never mind that. We'll, we'll get into that in the main episode. Okay. So, okay. What, what do you got for number 3? Uh Revolution Spring, their their latest album, 2020. This is um we we talked about this when it came out. We really really liked it when it came out. You bought it. I should have bought it. I still want to buy it. I still can oh, you buy it. You bought it? No. What the fuck? Because is wrong it's always with you? on fat records for like seventeen dollars, yeah. and so it's you know it's one of those things that's always there. <laughs> I got yeah, I got mine from Radiation for fifteen bucks when it came out. I know it's a fucking. <laughs> you hear the cat again? That was five. I did. I did hear that. What the but fuck the, is that? I have no oh, idea. It's so irritating. This is this is their best pop punk record. This is it. There's there's a lot of parts of this album that remind me of the Bouncing Souls. There's a like the way the Bouncing Souls can kind of just drop in to a chorus and everything just bounces and then from that chorus go back into like a punk verse there's a lot of that in this there's also a bunch of songs on here that remind you of like no effects the way no effects and kind of kind of do the opposite go from like a bouncy verse and then kind of like do like a more aggressive chorus and the way no effects can also kind of do more like melodic sounding stuff like eat the meek and things like that that are kind of weird there's some bits and pieces of that on this. And I think that this this just comes from this band touring with a lot of people, playing with a lot of different bands, and absorbing just a lot of a lot of influences. And it made for for a phenomenal album. It's it's yeah. great. It's great. I like it. I have nothing bad to say about it. I do remember a lot of a lot of like the melodies in the songs from this album from the last time we talked about it. And I Hello? probably should buy it. You can't hear me again. Yeah, the 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 cut out. I don't know what happened. What is going on here? I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think it's me because checking right now, my other shit's working. So I don't know what it is. It's funny that I say like what is going on and then pick up my phone as if like my phone for whatever reason is going to tell me what's <laughs> going on. I don't know why I picked up my phone. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm loading other things on my browser and everything's loading super fast. The speed I don't know. test. You, I'm doing. I'm doing a speed test right now. now. I'm doing. A, I'm doing an internet speed test. I'm at seventy five. Oh yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I Fucking just might have been a hiccup in, in the connection. I don't know. 
Um, but awkward always, awkward always is like the second song that was that was uh, that was my favorite. I I I don't know. This is the best pop punk song on the album. This is the best pop punk song they ever did, and I really like pop punk music. But sometimes like it gets a little too poppy, so you need uh-huh. to you need a band like this. You need an album like this to remind you that pop punk doesn't have to always be Blink One Eight Two. It can be aggressive. It can be no effects. Because No Effects is one of the best pop punk bands of all time, and that's what this it's is. True, this yeah. is solid. It is a solid, solid record. So, you got anything else on on Revolution Radio Mm-mm. by Green Day? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my number three is also Revolution Spring from the Suicide Machines. Obviously, oh, uh, like you said, seventh record came out in twenty twenty. This is, to me, a great throwback to their first record. It's not quite as aggressive as, as Destruction can be, but damn, dude, the melodies are there. And I will, I will agree, with, agree with you. They have that kind of fat wreck sound, but not, it's not overdone. It doesn't sound like Lagwagon has in the last 25, 30 years, you know? Like, it still has that, that, that Suicide Machine originality, but with that kind of fat wreck production, which I know some people hate, but... Dude, it fucking sounds good. I, I don't give a fuck. It's a little bit polished, but it sounds good. It's done great things for No Effects and various other bands from this label, like the Bomb Pops and shit like that. Uh, I just, hearing this for the first time, I was blown away at how much I loved it. I thought it was just, like, every song got me hooked. Like, it was just, it's a fucking excellent record. And for them to still be killing it after all these years and put out su- such quality music is fucking awesome. Even like the the cheesy song, the um, what is the what's the the first the first song? The blue wait, what, I can't even think of the name of the song right now. Blue by you? No, <laughs> yeah, the turnstile song, the cover of the turnstile song. Um, Bully in Blue. That's what it is. That song is very cheesy. I, I think the lyrics are are kind of silly. The song overall is kind of silly, but there's still something there that is kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I it's, think it's a killer record, man. I'll get into it later. I'll get into it later. Okay. And like you said, I have this on vinyl. I got this when it came out. Well, maybe a few weeks after it came out. Um, and yeah, I'm just stoked. Anybody out there, it's it's super fucking cheap. Go on to Fat Records. You can get it for, like you said, 17 bucks. I got one from a local, like local store. Yeah, yeah. I got mine from a local store and it was super fucking cheap. I think they probably still have some at Radiation Records if you live in Southern California. And if you've never been to Radiation and you live here, you're fucking crazy because it's like the the greatest punk record store that you'll ever go to. It's fucking, they have everything. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's my, that's my number three. Oh, my favorite song, my biggest banger is Anarchist Wedding. That This is by far, this is probably the, the catchiest song they've ever put out even catchier than new girl than sos this is this is the catch one of the catchiest things they've ever done the way these things wind me up it's so it's so stupid catchy so stupid pop punk catchy but they still make it sound really cool so yeah anarchist wedding is that's a top five suicide machine song for sure blows me away every time i hear it Mm-hmm. All right, so what? So, okay, so what is your number two? This is the third time I will tell my number two, and that is War Profiteering is Killing Us All. There's six albums, 2005. Uh, 
if it wasn't for definition, this would be my favorite album. And even then, this is still really, really, really close because this album was unbelievable. This is, man, this is everything. This is great pop punk. This is great third wave Scott. This is great hardcore punk. His screams, his screams were top notch. He has never screamed like this on any other album because he has a good scream. But on this album, he has like a, a perfect scream. It reminded me of like Keith Buckley. Yeah. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Like it was that guy like got into your your soul, you know, like right into your like, like somebody getting murdered, like that blood curdling scream, and and like it's highly political, highly political. It's extremely fun, all in a very digestible thirty minutes. Like, that's all we need. Yeah, you're right. Like these were these were songs that were tailored to put an album out, and they probably had, or maybe they had a lot. I don't know, but they whittled it down to just like the bangers because I don't even think there's any like filler on this album. I think it's just pretty much like banger after banger after banger. And, um, I, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. My favorite song was I went on tour for 10 years and all I got was a lousy t-shirt. That's the <laughs> song a title. Killer song. And that is this, such a good song. This one was, this one fucking like threw me for a loop because not it's it's great, right? It's a perfect mix of, of all the genres, and they do it all damn well. They throw it all into one song, but then at the end, there's like dub. It's a dub song, and it ends as a dub song. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking blown away. I said, "Oh my god, you guys finally created a song that is that like rivals New Girl because it was so goddamn good." It's one of their best songs. Mm-hmm. I I I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I'm not. Not at all. Um, this um this album is amazing. If this is your number mm-hmm. one, I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be mad. It was almost I'll just my say right one. now, this, this is my number two. This is my number two. Um I and, and I agree with you. This is they they perfected every sound that they've ever been working on. It took nine years, but they did it. I mean, this came out in 05, and this is the last thing they put out for fifteen years. Fifteen year gap between this and and uh uh revolution spring i almost said radio again again but (laughs) but yeah this is the heaviest they've been this is the most perfected ska sound they've ever done uh i was i was honestly blown away by this this is this is fucking fantastic it's never been pressed on vinyl so that's lame weak um yeah, and it, it's not just the songwriting; it's the overall tone of the record, the production of the record. I feel like the drum tone, the snare drum, the the cymbals, everything just sounds so crisp, and it snaps. Everything snaps. Nothing bleeds into the other. Nothing overpowers in the mix. It's just this kind of gritty guitar tone on top of it, which I never really thought the guitar shines. I feel like the guitar is the worst part of the band. Yeah, uh, but. Damn man, this this record just really this is like the it almost reminded me of Shut Your Mouth and Open Your Eyes from AFI. Just something completely different from what everything that they have done, but still has that intensity, but it has that that raw grittiness. That's what this record is. I think it's fucking fantastic. And my favorite song is All Systems Fail. This is a pretty aggressive hardcore song. It starts with that heavy bass and drum intro. Fucking solid shit right there. And it has that cool breakdown of, of all the instruments. It almost it's like I don't want to call it like a ska breakdown because there's no upstrokes, there's no brass section or anything like that. It's just they're all kind of like noodling, 
but it it just it's so cohesive and it just sounds so fucking awesome so and the way he also the way he yells the words all systems fail perfection perfect screaming it's fucking i love that song i think this record is amazing i never heard this record before never ever heard this record i never had it either yeah it's fucking good man i love it so that song was obviously playlisted but i don't know do we have anything left on this record no i i i I love this so much. I was I was very surprised, and I was very like at first. I know we'll get into the main episode. We'll get in the main episode. That was the cat again. Okay. Was, oh, I heard the cat. I heard yeah. it. I heard it. That's what seven. That's awesome. It's annoying. Yeah, we're at seven. We're at seven. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what the fuck is it? All right. So obviously, our number one, our favorite su- Suicide Machines uh, record is Destruction by Definition. But we're doing that on the main episode, so uh, stay tuned for that. Listen to that. You know the drill. Give us five stars and five stars only. Thank you all for listening, and that's it. That's all. Lou Vega.